0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. It's your host, Charles the ETH, and today I'm having on my first repeat guest. Uh, He's an online friend of mine. Uh, His name's Reptar. You've probably heard about him. If not, you're missing out, in my opinion. Um, he's got he's the host co-host of a show called Rangering Radio. He co-hosts that with Cash. Um, and today we're going to be talking about kind of the right and wrong ways to create content um, and how to properly monetize that content, and then the quote-unquote cringe content that we see online. So let's get into it. Uh, so Reptar, I've had you on before. Um, And you kind of gave us a little background on yourself. Uh, But for everyone who hasn't listened to that episode, can you just give us a quick rundown of who you are, what you're doing? Um, And then for everyone who did listen, can you just give us a quick update on how
1: you've been and what you've
0: been doing since that last episode?
1: Sure. Um, So I've uh, been in crypto or uh, crypto adjacent since – March of 2017, um, hopped on crypto Twitter shortly thereafter, sort of been shit posting around, um, calling attention to certain issues that I see um, around the place, which we can get into more specifically later. Um, and yeah, I'm not a CEO or a this or that or anything. I'm just a guy with opinions who it seems like a fair amount of people enjoy listening to. Um, and I've just recently started a, a podcast uh, with my friend Cashboy called Rage Ring Radio. Um, that's probably the only major update since my last appearance on this show, other than having lost a whole bunch of money. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I
0: very much enjoy your opinion. I, I think I agree with a lot of it. Um, and it, at times it can be a bit harsh, but I think the underlying truths to your opinions are there. And then also, you did graduate college, right? So, congrats on that one.
1: Yes, there we I go. did. I couldn't. I couldn't remember if I if I had already graduated the last time I was on here or not. I'm,
0: I wasn't sure. Yeah, so. I, th- I think it was right around that time. So, you've graduated. You moved. in <laughs> Florida now. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I'm. I'm down in Florida, um, trying to escape. I'm just uh, waiting to get some stuff sorted out, which is a a long, boring story. I won't get into here, but my uh my non-crypto life is sort of in a weird limbo right now when i'm kind of just uh doing nothing um but it's all good i'm making the best of it there we go um, i appreciate it posting away
0: yeah we get to see a lot of you on twitter so i don't mind it um, yeah that's all right <laughs> there we go okay so in t- in crypto since 2017 uh the last episode we did uh, for everyone who hasn't listened to it it's on censorship because you've been banned, you know, a number of times.
1: i um, on oh, my 13th account.
0: 13th. That is absolutely insane. Uh, so, yeah, we got into censorship and then this idea that Bitcoin is censorship resistant money um, and the implications of that. And I think that that was a very important episode. Uh, I think this one's going to be a little bit more fun. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, so you did mention Ragering Radio. Um, and there's a lot of people on crypto Twitter and in the crypto scene in general, uh, and they're, they're just trying to grab every single dollar they can. They're trying to make as much money as possible. And a lot of people who are doing it on crypto Twitter are creating content and then using that content to promote or, you know, as sell ad space in a sense. Um, and I, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. Um, So can you just talk to us about your thoughts on this whole thing? Um, This whole idea of like the influencer who's creating content um, and how to kind of do it the right
1: way? Sure. Yeah. So um, like you said, there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to go about it. right? And I think um, like there's there's obvious – there are certain things that we all know are bad, that we all know are red flags like – you know, shilling uh, a token without disclosing that it's an ad or recommending an exchange that you've never used without disclosing it's an ad. There's obvious things like that, right? Um, But then I think there's more intangible things, sort of things that are sort of more of a a feeling or more of a sort of a uh, perception thing, right? So um, one major thing I think is the... uh, how how genuine someone is and i that's i i don't like phrasing it that way because it sounds sort of like i'm being uppity and gatekeeping and like my opinion on who is genuine is the only metric and blah 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 but what i mean is i think you can tell when someone if you're if you're on the internet right you can tell when somebody if you've been on the internet a long time if you understand if as we say on raging radio if you're online uh you can recognize these things that certain people are doing where they're not doing it uh, because they, they think it's constructive. They're not doing it because they think it's funny. They're not doing it because um, – even because they feel like it. They're doing it usually to build build a brand, uh, to get something out of you for some other end. Like, Does anybody really believe these people who are making giant Bitcoin candles and tweeting dumb platitudes about – oh, there's only 21 million Bitcoins every single day, day in and day out, all hours of the day. Are they really just that excited about Bitcoin? Maybe some of them are, but there's means to an end there, right? And I think increasingly, um, and this is even outside of crypto, this is more of a general statement. I think increasingly we're we're living in uh, sort of an, an attention-based economy, right? Now that everyone, everyone's got their own platform. Everyone's their own content creator. Um, everyone can make their own movies, make their own podcasts, uh, make their own videos. Um, your attention is a valuable commodity, even, even just in the fact of reading tweets. Um, so uh, what I, what I think a problem is, is these people who, and this, this might sound a little contrived, but like people who maybe they're not directly grifting for money, Right? Maybe they're not uh, taking money to show you a token, but they're throwing out this sort of meaningless drivel um, that is obviously like bait. That is obviously something that anyone who is interested in Bitcoin is is going to agree with, uh, and it's not really adding anything. And they're sort of they're grifting you or scamming you for your attention for your time. Um, and I think that's sort of lame. So, now and so again, on, I think hold on.
0: It come hold on before you go any further Um, because I I don't know that all of my audience will know the term grifter or grifting. Can you, in your own words, just describe that really quick so they have an
1: idea of what you're talking about? Oh, sure. So uh, grifting or grifter, grifter is sort of a kind of an old-fashioned term for a con man, Um, and it's sort of made a comeback on the internet lately. Um, mostly, actually, in political spheres, for people who sort of do the same sort of stuff I just talked about, um, except instead of crypto, it's with like politics on the internet. Um, <clears throat> these people, like I'm not—I won't name crypto names—but like if you look at people like uh, Charlie Clark of Turning Point USA, or um, someone like Candace Owens, these people who are just saying the most milk toast non-original just they know that anyone who is relatively in their sphere they know they're gonna like it um so that's sort of the internet term for grifter as well as just you know in, con men people who are um acting underhandedly to uh acquire money so it basically just means con men um but yeah to, to explain, i feel like i didn't explain what i was just saying very well so i guess the best way I can put it, and this is this is the way I put it when I talked about it on Rage Radio, um, you know, I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time on the internet. Um, I've been in sort of a lot of different internet niches, communities, whatever you want to call them, um, that have sort of started off small. And this isn't me claiming here that I was in crypto when it was small. I was fairly late to the game. But, for example, Gamergate, which was really a, a big community back in the day, or... Um, you know the, the Make America Great Again shit posting from back in 2015 um, all these different things and then crypto is another one all these different things that have sort of started off as these small niche things of people having fun and then have sort of uh, ballooned up into these sort of great big, great as in big not great as in good uh, huge online communities um, and I think every every time every single time you see this happen, you see these infiltrators, right? You, you saw, you see it in, I just talked about some of the political ones who have come in for, so to put it like in the context of politics and to not comment on pol- any political issues, right? Like we see uh, organizations like Turning Point USA, this big Trump supporting organization who uh, MAGA boomers, Trump supporting boomers give all their money to, but the organization is made up entirely of uh, people who used to work for like Marco Rubio and jeb Bush um, <clears throat> or gamergate, which was i don't know I won't I could spend a whole podcast explaining what gamergate is um, but uh, it turned from being this fun thing of people shit posting into people trying to sell you t-shirts people trying to build their YouTube careers on it and it just and it ultimately all fell, fell apart in the end because of it. Um, now to get back to crypto, I, I, I see that happening here. I, the perfect example, I think, what is perfectly illustrative is, um, look at the, the rise in popularity or the rise of visibility maybe on Twitter of um, Bitcoin maximalism, right? Back in 2017, it was not, it was not cool or at the time it didn't look smart even though it might have been the smart in the long (laughs) run to be a bitcoin maximalist right everyone was all about the altcoins everyone was making making money on altcoins and that's what people were talking about um and granted there were except for the real sort of bitcoin zealots who have always been bitcoin maximalists i'm not saying this applies to all bitcoin maximalists but now um, you see a lot of these influencers, and again, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but you all know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Suddenly.
0: I've, I've suddenly, got a couple people in
1: mind. Big time Bitcoin maximalists, like, ha ha, shit coiner portfolios, ha ha ha. When, when I, I know that they were tweeting, a, when I I know for a fact that these people were tweeting about buying masternodes in December 2017, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that, I think, goes back to um, what I was saying about what I think really matters, what I think the uh, different- differentiation is, is how, how authentic someone, how authentic in their conviction someone seems. Um, because the fact of the matter is, we, online, we sort of, we all, like, people might say, if you're a little less tuned in, you might say, well, why, if they're not even getting paid, why bother? uh, being disingenuous on the internet. Why bother all this if they're not directly trying to sell you a product? But I think you, you got to sort of be aware of the fact that in the modern age we live in, everyone is sort of their own brand online to some extent, especially once you start, you know, getting into a thousand followers plus, especially 10,000 followers plus, um, that always means something, right? And views and likes, of course there's the dopamine but also even if they're not monetizing right now those can be monetized later a profile having a large profile having a large platform always matters it always matters and these people are aware of that they're tuned into that um, and that's why some things overuse of emojis uh, double spacing between every line and a tweet done unironically, all this stuff it's all very very intentional intentionally designed to trick people into thinking a post is more profound or more intelligent than it actually is. Um, And so I think that's, that's the big thing. And it's, I wish I had a better word than authenticity because I realized that sort of an, um, it's sort of a, it's like a gray area, sub, you know? Sub, subge- yeah, it's a subjective metric. It's sort of like what seems authentic to me may not seem authentic to you, may not seem authentic to somebody else. Yeah, but um, I, I think there
0: is like a general sense of someone being authentic. Like
1: when but you... I, I think... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll name one name because I, I think he's big enough um, where it, it, won't, it won't really matter. Um, look at Pomp, for example. Um, Anthony Pompliano. Yes. Uh, if, you're try- if you're trying to get him on at some point, you can cut this out if you want. Um, <laughs> but if you look at Pomp um, and you look at his tweets, or ju- just beef it actually, because this is probably the best I'm going to explain this, but you look at his tweets, um, They a- and everyone knows they're ridiculous. I know this isn't the first time. I'm not the first person to say Pomp's tweets are fucking stupid, but you look at his tweets And he's tweeting this benign, like, shit that's clearly just meant to appeal to as many people as possible all at once. Get him likes, get him followers. Um, And you read it you sort of think, oh, wow, like, this guy's clearly an idiot. Like, this guy's clearly, like, dumb and overexcited. But then you watch watch him in TV interviews. He doesn't talk like that. That's not how he talks. No, not at all. Pomp is very acutely aware that that uh as much as his he's you know he's got his fun he's got his fund going on i forget what it's called um where he's getting boatloads of money yeah, uh, to
0: invest in coins for people morgan creek i believe
1: um, yeah but at the same time he he's aware that while well, he may have that money building a brand matters as well and that's always going to be valuable even if crypto goes away having a brand and a following is always going to matter um like, does anybody really believe that Pomp is just that excited about Bitcoin, that he's just going to tweet dumb stuff all day long? No, um, no, he,
0: he's playing a game. He knows what he's doing. Yeah,
1: and they all are. Smaller accounts are, too. Um, you know, and I, pro- I, I probably am, in my own way, to be honest. You know, I'm obviously as edgy as possible yeah, to I... upset people, and that gets me attention and dopamine, but I'm not. And again, this is, a, this is another problem, as well as the authenticity of things. Uh, people who overvalue themselves. Um, I saw, and this is the perfect one, I saw a tweet the other day by a certain influencer who who I won't name because I'm pretty sure they've been on this show before. Uh, but they tweeted, um, you know, like, You know what? We hey, all-
0: hey I, I had you on to talk about censorship and the importance of not censoring people. So have at it, man. You know, I'm not gonna, okay. I'm not going to stop well, you. Go off.
1: I saw a tweet from uh, Bitcoin Brecky, who perhaps is one of the most egregious offenders in what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and he tweets, uh, uh, "No matter, like, we may all disagree with each other about um, we may all disagree with each other about what to do with Bitcoin while we're at Bitcoin conferences, but just by being at these conferences, we're changing the world." And that's what really irks me, and that's what should really raise red flags for people. They like, you're not you're not really doing anything by being at these, not doing anything by being at these conferences. Not, you know, I, Bracky could disappear tomorrow. All the other disappear tomorrow. I could disappear tomorrow, and it wouldn't matter. Bitcoin would still be there. Um, these people who hold themselves so highly, I don't think should be trusted. Um, I don't think they're genuine, and I don't think you should give them your attention. Um, I don't know. People say, "Oh, well, what does it matter if I scroll past a tweet on my feed?" And I mean, you're free to think that way. But again, I think increasingly we're living in a sort of an, an attention, attention as a currency sort of economy um, online. And I think you should be uh, careful with who you choose to to give your attention to, to give your likes to, to give your follows to. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> One second. Yeah. So, so we and I see another thing. I so the the con- remark about the remark about conferences, right? Um, I feel like that's the diff. Like we just said, you know, we all play games. We all play games with Twitter, right? We're all sort of trying to growth hack our accounts to say something that's going to get us a, a whole lot of interaction. And that's, that's fine. That's fine in my opinion. But I think this sort of pretentiousness, this self-importance of we're changing the world by doing a fake German accent and getting drunk with people I know from Twitter at conferences, I just think it's ridiculous. Um, and I think that a lot of sort of un, uninformed People, maybe people who aren't so sort of internet savvy, who are on Twitter, see this uh, and they sort of fall for it, and then they think, well, that's what that's what crypto is all about, right? These are the real, uh, these are the real crypto heroes. We got and then now I've got to go buy my three hundred dollar conference ticket to go be at this event. And you know what the big secret is? I'm not going to say I'm not saying this about anyone in particular, but. A, a lot of these people, a lot of people who you see at the, at every conference, at every event, constantly—they've got trust funds. A lot of them, all right. They—they they haven't made their money. They haven't made their money uh, trading. They haven't made their money building anything. They've got trust funds, and I know that for a fact about multiple of them. They've got trust funds, or if they've managed to build a platform big enough. Uh, they've got uh, sponsors to attend these things, and th- I'm not saying everyone who has a sponsor to go to conferences is bad. I have I have friends who have been sponsored to go to conferences. <clears throat> but that being said, I just I take from it what you will. But I think you need to be aware that you're when you give someone interaction, you're you're essentially, especially a bigger account in crypto, you're essentially paying them. You're, you're, you're paying them, you're giving them uh, more opportunity to go out and do things you probably don't get to do. Um, so just be aware of that. Um, I kind of got away from the question there. Yeah, a little bit. But, but um,
0: <laughs> that, that's okay. I, I told you to go off and you did. And I appreciate that. Um, there's just a couple things I do want to recap on that like, kind of were the yeah. biggest takeaways um, that I thought were the biggest takeaways at least. And you started it off by saying, you know, there's the obvious stuff. Because so my question was, you know, there's a right and a wrong way to, um, you know, do this whole thing, do this content creation, be a content creator. Oh,
1: right. I totally missed that part. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. no. You, you like, you, you you got the general gist of the wrong way, which is kind of what I wanted to focus on for this question. Um, and you talked about yeah. the obvious stuff, like the shilling, you know, shit coins that you've <laughs> never used um, that... Are turning out to be scams, the shilling exchanges that you've never used that end up exit scamming. Um, so there's that kind of stuff. And then you got into this, you know, it's kind of a gray area, like both of us were saying, where it's it's very subjective on what's authentic, what's genuine, um, and it's hard with this episode because I, you know, I I enjoy your opinions. I like what you post online. A lot of people don't. And so my opinions kind of align with yours where you can tell who's genuine and who's not. And this idea that a lot of these Bitcoin maximalists aren't genuine um, mm-hmm. is an opinion that I have myself. And I believe that you know a lot of them aren't, like you were saying. So there's there's less of a debate here. And so it's hard for me to argue with what you're saying. Um, yeah. But at the same time, uh-huh. I, I think a lot of people do see this you know, lack of, you know, a genuine person and these posts just to post. Um, But there was one other thing I really did want to talk on there. Um, And I think it's a a question that a lot of people are going to have. And it's the question of, oh, well, you know, if people are just quote unquote grifting for attention and likes, what's wrong with that? Um, And I think you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to take it a step further where, you know, they gain these followers, they gain these likes And that really builds their reputation and credibility. And I think that's where (laughs) Mm -hmm. the problem comes in. Because when you've built your follower following on this kind of facade and this act, um, and then you can use that following to then sell stuff to them. um, And people think you're credible and you have this reputation. It's all kind of built on a lie. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the problem comes in. And then there's the obvious, you know, shilling shit for money, um, and yeah, you know, that whole thing. But um, I—it's it, funny because both of us are content creators, and yet we're talking about everything wrong with content creating and why it's such a bad thing. Um, but you know, let's let's get into what you're doing and what I'm doing. It's podcasting. I um, mean, you've got sure, yeah, you've got Rage Ring Radio, right? And uh, you're mm-hmm. you're another content creator out there, and like you said, you push the limits for this like for these likes and this attention. Um, but you know, talk to us about what you guys are doing differently, and in your sense, what you're doing right um, in your your content creation.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I think first of all, and this this isn't meant to be like any sort of brag, but like the. Raging radio is really just something me and Cash are doing um, for fun. And I don't mean to be holier than thou in saying that, but we really don't have any immediate plans to monetize it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I was was going to
0: ask that if you guys were planning on monetizing at any point.
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not something we're principled against. If someone approaches us and is like, can we advertise on your... Uh, podcast, we'd, you know, we'd consider it um, depending on what the product was. Um, or, you know, if in five years we've got a audience big enough where we can set up a Patreon, I, like I don't think we'd uh, be against that. I'm not, I'm really not against people making money. Um, I just, I'm just trying to gather my words here.
0: Yeah. It's a big issue. <laughs> no, no, i think <laughs> because I, I feel like you could play devil's advocate here and say you know oh everyone else who's creating content that you you know saying is not genuine. yeah
1: absol- absolutely absolutely they'll, they'll tell I, I don't you, mean
0: to... they'll tell you the same thing you know so you know where's the where's the divide there uh
1: you know what I think the real divide is um it, let's say I, let's say I did monetize my podcast well firstly a big thing It's not really really a crypto podcast. Crypto comes up sometimes, obviously, because um, me and Cash are both heavily in crypto, obviously, and that's sort of what we're growing it out of. But we've got visions for this to be more of just sort of a comedy, commentary uh, sort of podcast that has a much larger um, audience potential than just a podcast about crypto. Now that's not to say that all crypto podcasts are bad. I obviously like this one. Um I'm a big fan of Crypto Street podcasts. Shout yeah, out to those guys. Um but uh in the real dividing line I think is again it goes back to to purpose and to authenticity. I- which is again hard to hard to define. Um, but there's there's people who who run whose podcasts are who are an extension of whatever their online business is. You know what I mean? Um Shilnai, for example, he's great at what he does. He is he is great at branding. I'm not gonna deny that. He does he he is great at that. But if, any, like if anyone thinks he's really doing a podcast because he's interested in sitting down and talking to people, you're, 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 you're foolish. Um, and now is, is there a problem with doing something for not genuine reasons? I think that that's probably a matter of opinion, but I think content is going to be less entertaining and less valuable and sort of uh, more time wasting. And now in terms of what I do, what you do, that makes it different from that is is we're both just doing it really because we enjoy doing it now i know people will say oh but charles is always asking for sponsors on the timeline why aren't you calling out charles <laughs> yeah but like that's really only been a recent thing we've spoken in private yeah. um i know what kind of guy you are a lot of the people i'm insulting i haven't spoken to in private so maybe this is a and sort of unfair measure. Yeah, th- th- like, I mean, it almost seems
0: like because we're buddies, I get a pass. <laughs> you know? Oh, you're not
1: far off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, see, I... I, I, I mean, don't know.
1: Okay, fine, Charles. You're a grifter. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. No, uh,
0: I was expecting a bit more of a roast from
1: you, honestly. <clears throat> no, I mean... You always do. I mean, it's hard to roast you too hard for it. It is cringe. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of cringe. But you're always self-deprecating about it. There's always a, a, a self-awareness for it. Um, I saw a certain, uh, a number of weeks ago, I saw a certain streamer. Just totally like zero sense of irony, zero sense of, "haha, I can't believe I'm doing this post oh i'm going to this conference and i need a sponsor hit me up like why why should any brand hit you up and, and pay for you to not even like sponsor your show or just 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 pay for your trip to this to this conference it's 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 ridiculous and it's really an intangible sort of thing i guess um but 11, i think self-awareness is another Important thing and I guess that sort of goes back to that thing about Brecky saying we're all changing the world by being at conferences these people who have Who have zero idea? how sort of ridiculous how grifty how Just how useless what they're saying sounds. Um, and So you're always like and actually perfect example, right? Perfect dividing line um I complain a lot about people shilling stuff. I complain a lot about people, um, you know, uh, shilling stuff, building a brand, blah, blah, blah. But I have no problem with perhaps the guy who most people would accuse of being one of the worst. I have no problem with Shill Gates. And that's not because he's my buddy. He's not my, he's not, we're not really buddies. We've had big blow ups in the past. Yeah. But yeah. He goes on and he says, I'm here to make money. I'm here to market stuff to my followers. Um and he he and so he tweets out shitty stuff and he laughs about it. He's like, haha, I'm making money by you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. looking at this stuff. So he's he's very honest and it's open the, about it's it. The honesty. Self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think you're and I think maybe that's what it is um with you as well, is that you you go on and you say, "Yeah, I'm asking for a sponsor. Give it to me!" Ha ha ha! And there's always a sort of self-deprecating element to it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm trying to sum it up. No, I, I know mean, that I, I, ha- I, I, I was thinking about the question about like what's what's the difference. Um,
0: I mean, I think you hit it pretty right on the head there with the whole like the intention and honesty behind it um because shill gates does get a lot of shit um but i i am also pretty okay with him because he's just so brutally honest about it he's like hey i sell ad space i these are probably yeah. scams but i
1: honestly think it's hilarious yeah. people might i know people who won't like me for saying that same. But i think it's funny yeah no no um, same <laughs> um you know and and i i, I want to make it clear like i again i have zero issue with people making money yeah secure the bag you know what i mean do what you gotta do um but i just want consumers and and people who are um you know at home looking at this stuff reading at this stuff listening to this stuff watching this stuff whatever it may be to be aware that every as we've moved into this sort of age of everyone you know it, it, it used to be the content you consumed was whatever the TV studios were putting out, whatever the movie studios you were putting out. And you could choose between what TV shows you like and what movies, movies you liked, obviously. But at the end of the day, most of them were going to make money. And if they didn't, they'd be gone pretty quickly. Uh, but we've moved into an age where it's, it's, it's not just uh, big companies or studios anymore. Everyone is their own, is their own content creator. Um, and in the same way, you wouldn't go see a movie you don't like you, you, or that you, you, if you morally disagree with a, the message of a movie or a TV show, or if you don't like someone who's making the movie, you wouldn't go and watch the movie. Right. You've got to think, you sort of got to think of the internet and content on the internet the same way. Right. Except instead of voting with your dollar or your price of admission or your cable subscription or whatever, you're paying with your attention. Um, that's not meant to be a pun on the phrase paying attention, but you're paying with your attention um, and your interaction. And I think that's – if people take one thing away from this, it would be if you're not aware, you've got to aware that, you're, that attention and interaction is, is, the, is the currency of the internet right now. And I know we're not a crypto podcast. People don't like other things being called currency of the internet. But that's the way it is. You're, you're paying someone, you know. And even outside of to go back to another thing, people might be doing. You know, we said people are getting trips to conferences. People are getting, um, people are getting paid to show products. It's also increasingly, if you're looking if you're looking for a marketing job or a social media manager job, people are able to put on their application on on job applications on resumes uh i took i built this social media account to you know a bazillion followers or whatever so it's valuable um i think is 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 the biggest thing that i'm trying to get across here yeah um and you can you can be you can be scammed for it and i think a lot of people realize that um like we were saying earlier like i was trying to say earlier there's there's things you can recognize, right? The uh, the you know the the double spacing between lines and tweets generally a red flag. Uh,
0: that was my last lo- tweet, lo- so I feel personally attacked right now.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, lo- people do it, who do it every tweet. Uh, yeah, lots of emo- lots of emojis and tweets, and the I know who come-
0: you know yeah
1: platitude exactly meaningless drivel like yeah, look yeah, at yeah. pomp is great at it look <clears throat> at pomp's twitter account but the important compare pomp's twitter account to how he speaks he doesn't interviews. talk yeah, like that yeah. he's a he's a fairly well-spoken guy as much as i hate to give him a compliment no i he's think, I think so <laughs> um so like so he's got to be tweeting like that for a reason yeah. right yeah, he's yeah. got to be tweeting like that for a reason. Um. And the reason is he's building up, he's trying to build a brand. And I mean, he's he, built so he tweets ramp. the yeah. most, the most sort of, I, I keep going back to this time, but like, just like milk toast, middle of the road, lukewarm, obviously people are going to like this and you challenge these people on this. Sometimes you challenge a pom or a brekkie or any, any number or a bit boy for example. And they say, oh, well, where's uh, increasing adoption big-time tweets? But it's like, but all your likes and your retweets, they're all coming from crypto Twitter. You know what I mean? You're, you're tweeting, oh, there's only 21 Bitcoin in the world. Yeah, you're going to get a bunch of likes from crypto people on that. I, I, don't, think, I don't think someone's going to stumble upon that and be like, oh, you know what? Suddenly, I've got to make all my purchases in Bitcoin. Um, and that really goes back to the the self-importance, which is just sort of a pet peeve for me. You know, uh, these people holding themselves up is sort of essential to the space. It's funny, you know, I saw, man, I forget who tweeted it. Um, but there was a tweet the other day, or I don't think it was the other day. This was a couple months ago now. Um, but someone tweeted, uh, I've got a lot of friends who have left the crypto industry because there are only jobs for developers. There's not enough jobs for um, marketers or um, administration people or a variety of other fields. And it's sort of like, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? All this branding, all uh, tweets, all this, all these coin reviews, all these interviews, they could all disappear tomorrow. And Bitcoin would still be there. It would still be getting built on. Um, so I feel like people are sort of trying to, to force, to sort of create um, necessity for themselves in the space that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? We don't, you don't need any of it. And I wish I still had that tweet because I was like, that's, a, that's exactly the point. You know what I mean? Uh, it's an open source software. The idea is that all you, that all you really need is, uh development granted granted i mean there need to be company companies using bitcoin so it's not we just need the core devs and then everything's good but to a certain extent people got very excited about crypto uh as an industry after 2017 and i think a lot of people got in um and they realized people might have thought oh i'd love to get a job in the industry i'd love to do this or that in the industry and you sort of realize that well while well, based on its sort of total market capitalization it, it's it's certainly sizable enough to be called an industry it's not really an industry in the sense that it needs all these different moving parts to function you know what i mean like at the end of the day uh it's it's really just software um and i think a lot of people sort of came to realize that um and the only thing that's really left to do is sort of spout nonsense on Twitter and then monetize that in one way or the other. Um, but I think a lot of people don't realize that, is that really <clears throat> the only work that matters in crypto, it, purely in crypto, I'm not talking about crypto-adjacent things like being in a business that accepts crypto, but in like purely crypto work, all that really matters is development. You know what I mean? That's... It's all that matters in my opinion. Um, and yeah, there are certain things like all oh, exchanges and branding and the still, still, and that's why so many people if if, if if crypto if crypto was an industry in the same way that say, I don't know, um, in the same way that say cars are an industry, right you want to work let's say you want to work in cars, right you can. Become an engineer. You can become a mechanic. You can become a designer. You can become. Uh, you can work at in the accounting firm at a at a car uh, at a car dealership or company. You can work in admin car dealership or company. Uh, you can work in marketing at a car dealership or company. And all of these different sort of aspects within the industry need to exist for the industry to function as it does. Um,
0: eh, but I, mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think you need necessarily, go ahead, I don't think you need nece- like you don't necessarily need all of them. Um, but I get what you're saying. It, it just seems a little bit overcrowded at the moment. Um, like I, I, I totally agree with the content part of what you're saying. Like every single content creator could pretty much drop off the face of the earth, earth and what Bitcoin does and what it's meant to do will continue on. Um, but I, I, I think you, you may be simplifying a little, a little bit too much. Sure.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, okay. I, I mean, I think we're getting I, a little bit off topic here. Um, yeah. So I do want to kind of just pull it back in. There were some, you know, very important topics that you did touch on and I talked, you know, the, the original question was what is Rage Ring Radio doing right? And how are they doing content creation right? Um, and you got into a lot there, but I, I I do think there was some important stuff, like the idea that monetization isn't, you know, your end all be all. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's more of a for fun thing. Um, and, and I mean, I think you can start a business or like, you know, start creating content with the goal of making money. Um, but that gets into the whole idea of being genuine, not being genuine. Um, and then another thing that i I did want to, you know, s- speak on is that, it, it really seems like with some of these guys that you're calling out, it's a little bit one-sided where they're tweeting out this platitude to you and that's all you're receiving and then you're giving them back, you know, a like, a follow, a retweet, this engagement that they can then use to build their brand. And so they're gaining a lot from it while others are gaining, you know, practically nothing from it. And then I think if you look at some of the people that you said you're okay with, um, You know, people creating contests. I'm just going to use mine, for example. I think that there's a lot of value. I mean, I could be tooting my own horn here, but I think there is a lot of value to be gained from, you know, this kind of podcast where you can come on and listen to someone who's built a business and learn from them. Um, And so that's what I'm giving to them. And then in exchange, my plan is, okay, yeah, you know, build my brand and then hopefully get a sponsorship from it. Um, So it's a little less one sided. And I think that is where I can agree with you or where I can say that there's a line that's drawn between genuine, not genuine, the right way, the wrong way. Um, But okay. So we did talk about, you know, your ideas for Rage Ring. And I do like to ask most of my guests this and it's, you know, what you're most excited for in the coming 12 months. And I know that doesn't have a lot to do with this idea of, you know, the right way to content create.
1: Yeah, yeah, drifting,
0: yeah, yeah. but, you know, I always want to hear from you guys, you know, what are you looking forward to in the coming 12 months?
1: Uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, in terms of what I'm doing or just, like, generally? Because generally, mean, obviously, the Joker movie.
0: I, w- but, I was actually going to save uh, that for the end. Um, <laughs> we, we can get into that. I was going to ask you if you're going or not.
1: Um, um, But what I'm excited about in terms of...
0: Like, in terms of Ring and you, you in crypto i guess
1: yeah um so i guess i'm i'm, I'm first of all I'm, I'm very excited to have finally uh, started doing this you know what i mean i've always i enjoy entertaining it's sort of something i like to do um as people who know me know um so i'm glad to be doing it i mean i'm excited to see where it goes i'm excited to see really if i can stick at it because i've got a bad habit of sort of starting things and not sticking with them so um i'm excited to really make an effort to sort of Grow an audience, and again, like I said earlier, the real goal is to to gr- to grow outside of crypto Twitter. You know what I mean? I don't. Um, I like. I think. I think there's there's plenty of great crypto podcasts out there. You know what I mean? You do a great job, uh, Prince you, Dale and Killer do a have, great job. You don't have there's to lie a, to me. I know you're on no, my show, but you I'm, don't have to lie to me. I'm I'm not. There's 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 plenty of people who are much more knowledgeable than me. Uh, running crypto podcasts that are great, you know what I mean? And then there's also so many that are are subpar. So me and Cash really don't have any interest um, in creating just another sort of of middle-of-the-road subpar um, subpar crypto podcast, you know what I mean? We We want to make something that's sort of entertaining for this sort of new sort of group of i guess zoomers but also younger millennials who who no no content really caters to you know what i mean like if you look a lot of content out there even outside of the internet a lot of it is all sort of built for uh you know people in their 30s uh gen x um are you saying i I think I, i i
0: or content
1: in general oh no i'm talking media to consume generally um with exceptions, with exceptions, obviously. Yeah. Um, so we sort of want to, we sort of want to build some, and you know, it's funny when, when we decided to do this, Cash sort of came to me and he said, you know, the, the, <laughs> uh, the bar for content online is so low right now, right? Like there, there's there's a handful of great, really great things, but generally, like go look at. If you're listening to this, go look through the trending page on YouTube oh God, right it's now. Fucking garbage. It, it's all but okay ridiculous <laughs> you know, garbage.
0: I was gonna say that's tough. what you're gonna have to turn into if you wanna make videos or podcasts for the Zoomers and millennials because that's what they're watching and I think that's garbage.
1: Yeah, I don't think but I, I don't think I think that's because there's no alternative available. Um and I also think we're talking specifically about the YouTube trending page. I mean we know Google has a fucky algorithm that they use to sort of suppress certain content that may be better and, you know, raise up things that are just going to get clicks, even if it's just sort of uh, meaningless. But I think – me and Cash think there's um, a market for just sort of funny, shit-talking, ridiculousness. and the cash would describe what we do better than that, but that's my uh, layman way of putting it. Um, I don't I don't think – I think there's a lack of uh, – and I'm going to use this term again. I think there's a lack of authenticity out there. And this isn't me being like, I'm the most authentic person in the world. There's lots of people who can do it. There's lots of people who do do it. Um, but I don't think there's – enough of it out there. I don't think there's enough um, good, funny content out there that I I would recommend to a friend. Like, if I, like, let's say uh, someone came up to me and said, uh, what podcast would you recommend to me or uh, what YouTube channels would you recommend to me? And they're not, let's say they're not a crypto person. They're not looking for crypto information. I can think of maybe like, Three, four maybe that I would readily openly recommend to anybody. Um, because so much theres just there's so much stuff out there that is just being sort of made for for the sake of existing, for the sake of generating ad revenue because they know someone is gonna click on you know top 10 scariest. Facebook videos or like I filled my garage with golf balls and here's what happened you know what I mean in an ad will play and someone will see nothing yeah. basically and they might regret watching the video but it doesn't matter Google got their money the whoever made it got their money if they haven't been demonetized by Google um, so I think really what being carrot character- want really like it's hard to, oh i'm getting away from what we're most most excited for stay on topic reptar stay on topic yeah. so I, i'm glad to you conclude, brought yourself back in there to conclude um <laughs> oh man to conclude um I'm, I'm excited to be offering something new i guess i'm excited to see if it takes off i'm excited to sort of challenge myself like i know i i know people on crypto twitter think i'm funny you know what i mean i know that yeah um, but I'm excited to sort of see if I can, if I can grow past that, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's yeah, the, the same reason I do, you know, I do stand up comedy now and then I'm excited to see if I can sort of reach, um, and affect and entertain, uh, total strangers, uh, and people who, you know, aren't listening to it just because it's Reptar from Twitter. They're listening to it because it's a good podcast or just because it's Reptar and Cash from Twitter, I should say. I don't want to leave him out. They're listening to it because it's a good, uh, entertaining, maybe even occasionally informative podcast. Um, so I'm excited to sort of see how I deal with that uh, and how I, if I can meet that challenge. It might be a disappointment, um, but we'll see. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, um,
0: I, I'm stoked to see where you guys go. I, I think you're going to have a bit of an uphill battle. Um, oh, for sure. Because the general public is almost conditioned to turn to that absolute garbage, as you were saying. Uh, if you think of some of the big podcasts, <clears throat> think of like Joe Rogan, Barstool, Call Her Daddy, those kind of things. I Don't get me started on Call Her Daddy. I, yeah, I, I don't fuck with that. Don't, I don't get don't, yeah, 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 I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, there's like a few podcasts that I'll listen to. Um, and a lot of them are, you know, either crypto or based on, you know, creating businesses, being an entrepreneur um Mm -hmm. so like i wouldn't even recommend many podcasts to people um so i think you're gonna have an uphill battle there i i think you too can stay true to who you are and uh not get away from that authenticity and genuine uh being genuine um so best of luck to you guys there i i'm excited for it you need to sorry you need to get a better mic uh, because oh,
1: I have one. Good. That's actually another thing I'm excited good, for. Good,
0: good, good. Because uh, I, I couldn't get through prof- the episode that I turned
1: on. I po- I posted a picture on Twitter. I have a very official, professional-looking microphone. What you now. got? What you working so, with? Uh, I don't even know what it is. It was just like one with good reviews on Amazon. There we go. But it's got like a stand and it looks like a real microphone. <laughs> so that's... All right, good. Very I will, I will, exciting. Be, I will cool. be So yes, actually... I need to say that. If you're listening to this and you tried to listen to the first two episodes of Raging Radio and you couldn't because of my terrible audio, don't tune in next episode, which should be coming out sometime early next week. No promises. I think we're recording sometime this weekend, but don't write us off yet. The problem has been addressed and the quality content has come. There we go.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I honestly couldn't listen to the whole thing through. I the sound quality was just a little bit too off for me. Um Oh yeah, I get I, it. I mean I want to support you guys obviously, so I'm um, I'm glad you got a mic and I'm stoked to tune in for the next one. Um which kind of leads me into my last question and I feel like you've kind of already answered it. And uh <laughs> it, it's always like a, a way to wrap up. What's uh, you know, the biggest tip? If you have to start over, what what's the first thing that you would do? So you know, scratch these first two episodes of Rage Oh, and yeah. Um, For sure. What, what are you doing differently, or what would you do differently if you needed to start all over?
1: Start the podcast over? Um, nice. Well, obviously, Sound obviously, get a new mic. There we go. Um, also, I think sort of uh, familiarize myself with um, audio editing and such before jumping right into it because i was sort of like i was doing the editing and i was sort of like teaching myself as i was going and i've kind of got the hang of it now but it was rough for a minute um there's stuff in those episodes that probably should have been cut this <laughs> wasn't cut uh, but it doesn't really matter because no one's listening to all of them anyway because the audio <laughs> sucks so uh, uh there's what, a benefit there what but so- what software are you using uh i'm using I'm recording it with OBS yes. and then pulling the, pulling the audio from that video file and editing the audio in Audacity. There we go. Yeah, um, I, I
0: think we talked about that in the DMs actually, but uh, that, that's, yeah. been, that's been real easy for me. I haven't seen many problems with it, so I'm glad you yeah. guys got it figured um, out. <laughs> but okay, so starting over on Rage Ring, you know,
1: it's kind of just getting the technicals down. Uh, what about? Yeah, I guess uh, be, being more professional, generally, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, it's obviously sort of like, I'm not, I'm, I am won't deny that it, it, it's pretty amateur hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how you know I'm not grifting. If I was <laughs> trying to get something out of you, it would be super polished and high quality. It's well, like music, you're, you're, it's, it's lo fi because yeah. so, it's real.
0: Oh, fuck off. Because you're saying that that's where you're headed already. Your tip was to get more professional.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't quote me to me.
0: Okay, fine. Fuck your podcast. Um, you, <laughs> what kind of what kind of tip do you have for someone who's trying to break into the content creation game?
1: How about that? Your, yeah, your biggest tip. My biggest tip. Yeah. Um, don't be an asshole. Hmm. No, I wouldn't say that because being an asshole is what's always worked for me. Um, if you if. If you feel if it feels silly, it probably is silly. You know what I mean? And don't don't make something that you wouldn't want to watch, right? Don't make content that it, that wouldn't entertain you. You know what I mean? Like you think you think these people who make crypto music videos are sitting down and watching crypto music videos all day? Hell no. Hell no. So make make content that you would want to see, that you would the make it something that you would be happy to say to someone in real life, I made this. That isn't embarrassing. It isn't cringy. That isn't bait. You know what I mean? That doesn't feel like a waste of time. Um, yeah, that to, in a, to put it shortly, just make sure it's something that you would want to watch that you would want to see. Um, don't, don't make something that is aimed to sort of bait or entertain people who You might not be as informed as you or, um, you know, might be, have lower taste than you. Don't compromise for the sake of likes. Make something you'd want to watch or listen to or read or whatever it is you're doing. I respect that. Yeah, I mean, the reason
0: I started mine was I was actually listening to a podcast on business in general. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring that over because this is something that I enjoy. And I, I'm 40 episodes in. I've, you know, this is starting to get much easier. It doesn't feel like a job in a sense. I'm
1: still just having fun with it. Um, and it is something that I was And now you've to. got super successful businessman Reptar on your show. <laughs> for the second time. Am I the first repeat guest? Yeah, you are. I, I hate to suck your dick
0: and boost your ego, but I very much enjoy your content. So I was happy to have you on for a
1: second time. Yes,
0: and it's it's totally yeah, I... it's totally not that I'm running out of content
1: or anything like that. <laughs> no. Well, I thought it would be more fun because like I didn't, like we didn't, we hadn't really interacted like when I first when I first came on. No, you no. know what I mean. It and was, obviously now, it was way more professional. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Sorry, I was sort of scatterbrained the whole episode. No. Everybody, I, it's, um, it's all
0: good. But no, okay. So you came on and you just went after all the influencers. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add?
1: You know, uh, Brecky, Pomp, these others, they're sort of, like, they're kind of obviously, to anyone who is online, to anyone who is um, even remotely familiar with how sort of attention online works nowadays, It's pretty obvious. But there's sort of another, I think, another sort of higher class of grifter, um, these people like a lot, honestly, a lot of the, uh, OG maximalists, I think get pretty grifty sometimes. Uh, people like, um, Pierre Rochard. um, and I like some of what he has to say, but people like Pierre Rochard or people like Bitstein or even like, uh, Saif Dean, the author of the, uh, oh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin standard, which, which, is, which is a good, which is a good book. But The guy is selling. $83 online economics courses now. You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems a little ridiculous. Um, it seems like the sort of thing that like when I first, you know when you get into Bitcoin and you're like super excited and you've got to read everything and do everything, it seems like sort of a trap for that. People would be like, oh, I've got to get Bitcoin. I've got to buy this. To understand Bitcoin, I've got to buy this $83 course on Austrian economics, which obviously you don't yeah um yeah so i, I mean i don't I, think, I don't
0: fuck with a lot of the like more famous people in this space I feel yeah like they're all frauds in a sense
1: yeah no i i think so too i like, think so too and i think that's i meant to mention that earlier because i think important that there's this sort of there's this sort of higher higher grade of grifter who are doing essentially the same thing but with a little more a little more finesse on yeah, it's, it, Yeah, I it's guess. Kind of, you know, know what I mean? You know,
0: they, they've been yeah. around for a while. They actually do know what they're talking about, but right. they're selling you on, on top of that. And, you know, I respect the hustle, um, but I, I think they do it under this guise of adoption over they're trying to put some money in their pocket.
1: You know something that really grinds my... People... You ever notice how people just... They, people are constantly just coming up with dumb metaphors for Bitcoin. Like, here's why Bitcoin is like a pair of shoes. Here's why Bitcoin is like an it's, egg. It's here's so why Bitcoin. Fucking and it's stupid. So, that's another red flag. People doing that don't trust. The other day I saw, uh, I think, um, Carbon Base posted it. Shout out to Carbon Base. You should have them on. I'm having him. On. That I'm, I'm having that articulating whole, this stuff. No, I mean? I'm
0: having that whole like vile gang on for an episode. So oh yeah, that's
1: funny, man. But I, I like him. He posted this tweet from somebody yesterday who was like, "Bitcoin is like an X Men toddler. You can kick it in the head, it might fall over, but it'll just get straight back up." Like. How far did you have to reach for that metaphor where, like, oh, well, you can't kick a regular toddler <laughs> in the head, so it's got to be an X-Men toddler. Like, you couldn't have thought of anything that, like They're running better out of content, that, that man. same analogy. Yeah, right. They're running out of content, and, and it's it's easier to spot them. Everyone remember to listen to Rage Room Radio. New episode. Don't You don't have to listen to those first two episodes if you don't want to. They're funny, but the audio is awful. But look out for the third episode this week. Um... Not third episode of this week, but third episode of the show coming out this week. Check it out. It's going to be great. we got lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, We talk politics, uh, internet drama, uh, general goings-on in the world. give our own hilarious, fresh, original, non-drifter takes on them. So check that out, everybody. There
0: we go. Yeah, I was going to say, plug yourself. We'll have that link in the description so like anyone can find it really easily. Uh, not that I get that many views, but uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully we'll send some people. Hey, man, I, 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 get, I get even less
1: to do, so everything counts. All
0: right, man, before For we go, sure. you you want to shout anybody out? I know I, I've been trying to do this at uh, episodes. Um, you know, shout yeah, yourself and uh, shout out anyone that you want. You called a lot of people out, so. Let's do the
1: opposite. <laughs> uh, well, shout out my Raise Room Radio co-host Cash. He's the brains of the operation. Great trader. You should also check out Cash's Twitch streams where he charts. Those are pretty good. Um, I'm pretty. I'm not good at paying attention, but <laughs> people who like trading enjoy them. I know, so check those out. Uh, shout out to shout out one hundred percent. Is Christ bringing Christ to the timeline every day? Wonderful guy. Um, shout out to Prince for without whom I would not be on Twitter anymore. With a friend. Um, who else? Shout out Showerhead for Architects, shout out Zalzabob for being a good guy, and
0: <laughs> all, my, all my internet friends. I love it. I uh Support all of them majorly, and we'll make sure to get this one in the episode because I fucked up showerheads and I forgot/slash deleted his. <laughs> so, yeah, all right, man, I really appreciate it. I gotta go for this. Movie. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode, and I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor: if you found anything in the episode helpful or it's been inspiring to you in any way. I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.